Welcome to the Beyond Belief podcast. We're glad you decided to listen to us today. We have designed this podcast to have a practical conversation about Christianity. Our goal is to make this show relatable, realistic, and relative. We will bring you the gospel of Jesus Christ so you can apply it practically to your life. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the Beyond Belief Podcast. It's your host, Alan. I am joined by Bill. Joined by Bill. With Bill? Yeah, with. Okay. We're here. Okay. By. Oh gosh. With. With, by, whatever. It doesn't matter. Hey, doesn't we're matter. together. Let's, <laughs> we're, let's kick this thing off. Here we go. You know, I listened to, uh, yesterday I listened to, well, what I was trying to do is, <laughs> what I was trying to do. Uh, I hear you. Always, Ashley always gets me when she says, well, I wasn't trying to. I'm like, but you did. Right. Well, I wasn't trying to. I'm like, it doesn't matter what you were trying. You did. Right. Anyways, that's a little, a little pet peeve of mine. I love you, honey. Uh, so anyways, yesterday I was, I was trying to pull up an episode for her to listen to that we did where you talked about a dude having their menstrual cramps. <laughs> Oh yeah. So I was trying to pull that up because dude, I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> like, I just couldn't. It's just the world is preposterous. Yeah, people are silly. <laughs> yeah, so I'm trying to pull that up. I finally get to it. And she just looks at me with a blank stare. And I'm like, really? Like you're not like it's not funny to you? And she's like, Yeah. I'm like, I said, You're such a killjoy. I'm mm. like, it was anyways, it and it, it I listened to it, but what she found funny was the intro. It was the one where I didn't say anything right away because I was paying you back for all the times <laughs> you've sat over there and been like, you wait, I'm going to get on my phone in a minute. That was today's plan is to be on my phone like this while you're while you're over there trying to be all whatever squared away podcast hoster. And I'm going to be over here clicking away. I'm going to turn my good. clicking sounds on. That's awesome. So anyways, uh, that's not very attractive either. Will. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, great segue. What's our topic today? Christianity is not attractive. Yeah, man, it is not. It is not lately. I I don't know. I got, you know, we, uh, man, and I don't want to make all our episodes about their episodes, the people that we uh, started talking to yesterday. Yeah, make the checks payable too. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, right. But uh, no, yesterday mm-hmm. uh, in talking with them, uh, the Salty Saints podcast uh, people, uh, Will and Angela Williams, um, in talking with them, I got, I got fired up. This was after you left and I, and I, I had already talked to them earlier, but I was sitting there thinking, and this, these are the conversations you and I have all the time, man, about what has happened to Christianity, right? Like what's happened to it. It's just, man, it has gone so far away from what it intentionally was about in the beginning. Right. And it, and think about it, in 2000 years, all, if you had to timeline everything that has distracted or destructed Christianity, it would be, you, there's no way you could account for it all. Not at all. No. I mean, just in the, in the 600 years after, uh, well, six to 800 years after Christ walked the earth and you had people trying to destroy every single piece of evidence of right. Christianity. And then, you know, you go to people trying to find every single piece of evidence for Christianity right. and then everybody just breaking it apart and wanting to make it their own. So anyways, it's destroyed it and kind of just, I look at it today and it saddens me because you and I have just begun our fervor three years ago. Yeah. Two, yeah, probably about three years ago, our fervor for the Lord and we're having to deal with a mess. The society is made of Christianity. Absolutely. Truly. I mean, the listen, the basics is the basic is the Bible, right? And then your relationship with Christ and your salvation. But when you try to get involved in the world with Christianity, it's, it's just, it's a, it's a mess. It's garbage. Absolutely. Well, you know, the world, well, to the world, Christianity is attractive when it's superficial. We, you know, they, they want to plant seeds of, you know, they want to plant seeds to be financially successful. Yeah. They want to, you know, deny everyone else and focus on, on ourselves and they come to church to get coffee and listen to rock band and all that. Yeah. That that's attractive, but it's not true 
Christianity. Right. Right. So. It's crazy. I was talking to, uh, well, back in my prior job, I, I would stop in a church and use the restroom or, or just go out of curiosity to see what the church looked like. And I'm talking many different types of churches. Like right. I would go, I wouldn't go during service time. Well, I take that back. I'd been during service time sometimes right. while I was working. And I remember this one church I walked in, they had an atrium and they had these two huge uh, TVs up there and then a kiosk. <laughs> right. There was like a kiosk and you would, you would look for available seating and you right. could, you could put your name in and reserve a seat in uh, the auditorium. Cause it wasn't really, wasn't really like a tree. It was like an auditorium. You would reserve a seat right. and now you could go get coffee while your seat was there. You didn't have to worry about finding a seat later. You you did it on the kiosk. Yeah. So then you go grab your cup of moho, mocha, mocha, jojo or whatever, and you walk in and you were ushered to your seat. Right. With your cup of coffee. And it even had a little cup holder. You could put it down awesome. there. Yeah. Stand up and worship. Great. Well, I think <laughs> the reason Christianity isn't a tr- true Christianity isn't attractive is because people don't want to suffer. Right. People want right. what they want. People don't want to deny themselves, yeah. you know, and yeah. Christianity has been painted as this, you know, you come to Christ and you're not going to have any problems. You're going to be wealthy and God wants yeah. you. There's actually a, one of the prosperity gospel preachers. One of his sermons was God wants you rich. Well, yeah, because that cat needed a new airplane you know, and he's worth right. like $350 million. And wow. like my wife and I was talking about it yesterday. And she's like, well, how much money would be acceptable to you for a man to have? I'm like, actually, I'm not the gauge. It's not what's acceptable to me. It's not your money. But is he looking to the money instead of looking to God? Yeah. Is he relying on the money instead right. of relying on God? <laughs> You know, how many people was he going to lead astray oh, because of the money? So anyway, it, it, we we used to play this game. How much would it cost for you to blank, blank, blank? Like how much would it cost for you to eat a bowl full of spiders? You know, how much would it cost for you to whatever, you know, walk on razor blades? And it's funny because people objectify money. They, they, they need money. They believe they need money for everything else in existence because everything teaches us that everything is centered around money, that everything has a value and a cost, right? What they don't realize is so does your soul, right? It has a value. It is worth everything. It's priceless, right? It is worth everything. It is your eternal salvation or your eternal damnation, right? Uh, So it's interesting to me as I was writing this and sometimes I write and I, you know, I, I get a little carried away from the topic and I start to meander and, and deviate a little bit. But I was, as I was writing this, I was thinking, what is, what do people ask you this before we started recording? I think, or maybe it was on the last episode. What do people associate Christianity with? Right. Like, what do they when you say Christian, what's the you know, if you were playing that word association game, you know, car, driver, uh, dog, poop, you know, things like that. <laughs> right. What is the first thing when somebody says Christianity that comes to their mind? Church. Right. And that's what we associate, because what has the church done a really good job of aligning themselves with Christianity? Yeah. For and the most part, for the most for most churches and per- portraying themselves as the necessary component yeah. between, right. yeah. you know, you and God, which it's actually Jesus is the only necessary component between you and God to bridge that divide. Well, and I said this before, it started out about a man, right? Who came to save the lost, right? It started out about a man because of a man. It started out with that. And it has gone so far from that. Now it's made about men. Right. It's about the comforts of the world. It's about what, what you can have in, you know, from a relationship with Christ. It's about what you can get from it. And, right. and, and that's, that's what's gotten so confusing, man. It, it's not, yes, there are benefits uh, in Christianity, right? There's blessings, there's benefits of, yeah. of coming to know your savior and, 
But you miss the point if you think that it's about what you get from it. Yeah. It's not, it's zero about you. Right. It has nothing to do about what you get from your Christianity. It's about the man, Jesus Christ, and what he brought to the world. Exactly. Through his death, his suffering. And it's not, it's not the rosy picture that everyone paints. No. And a lot of times it's it's, it's suffering. And, you know, there are people that, we live in America and we're like, well, God has blessed this nation. We have, you know, in God, we trust in our money and, sure. you know, and all this. Yeah. And we're, we're like, oh, we're invincible. Yeah. Um, actually, Jesus wasn't an American. Nope. I'm not sure how many people don't realize that. He was a <laughs> Jew. Right. You know. Right. Um, Christianity isn't a white man's religion. It's a, it's a religion for everyone. Yeah. But even more than that, the relationship is meant for everyone. Yeah. You know, it's not yeah, just I mean, a, Christianity has become an identity crisis. Absolutely. Because the true gospel says, you know, does deny yourself and follow me, take, take up your cross and follow me, seek to be in God's will, even though it may not, you know, be what we want. It may lead in a direction that we're not prepared to go in, or we don't have the desire to go in because right. it disrupts our life, you know, or whatever, <clears throat> because, you know, John three sixteen. everyone knows that, you know, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that we yeah. should not perish, but have eternal life. Yeah. And that sounds really awesome until you get to, <laughs> right. you know, not getting what we want. Right. Or, right. Oh, you mean I have to what? I have to give up, you know been an, a oh, drunk you're, you're being too critical you're yeah. being too judgmental you're being too harsh you know newsflash people died for christianity right people died to keep christianity alive only for us to prostitute it out yeah in a sense where we have bastardized christianity it's because it's so far from where it was in, uh, uh, originally intended because people have taken it and tried to create their own thing your yeah. own religions, which, well, in, in, in a sense, they have because people go and worship them. Yeah, exactly. They, they worship that denomination. They don't worship Jesus Christ. Right. They go out and I've, and, I've, and I've told you this before. I've watched sermons and preachers who I haven't heard the word Jesus Christ come out of their mouth. They haven't right. talked about the relationship with Christ. The whole purpose of your salvation is because you supposedly Put your faith and trust in a man right. that doesn't get mentioned whatsoever Absolutely. for the whosoever. And they don't talk about sin, which is the reason we need a savior. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, like right. I said, you know, John yes. three sixteen for God who love the world. But, you know, why do we need a savior? Why did God have to, yeah. you know, provide that? perfect sacrifice because we're all a bunch of knuckleheads you know and we are man and we can't do it on our own and that's what the ten commandments real makes us causes us to realize we can't do it on our own we need jesus and there is no other way to heaven but through jesus so yeah and you're if you're in okay and the reason i say all that is because like you said you know you've listened to a church a church service and they didn't mention jesus at all i've actually listened to sermons where Jesus wasn't mentioned at all. Jesus yeah. is the reason yeah, that's that it. we gather. That's it. That's exactly. Yeah. So there's not much, there's not much else to it other than the fact that I saw, actually, I saw one nut job say, you know, we don't, <laughs> <laughs> was that strong? <laughs> nah, it's all right. I said bastardized and a prostitute. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Oh, so geez. anyway, I saw this one nut job. He was talking about, you know, we don't, uh, we don't, talk about the Bible and we don't, you know, because it gets in the way of evangelism and we don't, you know, preach about this because it gets in the way of evangelism. Well, if you're not preaching about Jesus Christ, you're not encouraging people to be in their Bible. Um, You're not evangelizing anything. You wouldn't have that. You're having a motivational seminar, man. Let me, that brings in break off into this thing that bothers me. Okay. Good. deal. I see. There's so much. I I told you about this guy, this this uh, pastor started a church out west. I believe it was out west. I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to draw people to the attention of that. But I told you about this guy. Uh, he's worth four hundred and fifty something million dollars. Right. Yeah. Right. You know who I'm talking about. Yep. So 
dresses nice, he's well-groomed, married, seems to have all the perfect Facebook stuff, Instagram, social media, all that stuff. He, this is, this is the, this is the thing that is the distraction, not the money could care less about that. Right. Uh, I think some of his sermons are awesome. The problem is he has now broken off and talks about leadership and success. Right. And, and does he bring God into that? And I don't know, I don't touch his stuff, but I, you know, if you're, if you're going to preach and teach the gospel, uh, if you're going to disciple people, if you're going to run a church, I would think everything you would do would be centered around Christ. Everything would have Jesus Christ at the center of it. It wouldn't be a matter of, of you going and, and having to start something else to supplement something else to, well, and I'm just saying like it, it kind of, it is to me, it's kind of a gross factor. Like, it's kind of like, man, that's just, why would you do that? Like you're, you have everything going for you because you put yourself in front of Christ. You have put yourself in front of Jesus Christ. You have made yourself a servant to him right. by starting this church and this ministry and this, and, and all this stuff that is centered around Jesus Christ. And now you've polluted it because you're right. out now selling self-help books and leadership books and right. success books. It's, you know, you, you want everybody to believe you're this great Christian person uh, through your car dealership. Right. Right. Like, yeah. you know, on the side, you're going to do this and this is going to be a little bit. And I don't know if this is dude's thing, but I'll tell you, that's the perception I get. Right. And if that's the perception I get, there's some truth to it. Right. Somewhere there's some truth to it because he's <coughs> he's he's writing books and holding seminars and getting paid money as a leadership expert. Right. Right. Not as a Christian expert. Absolutely. Are you familiar with Andy Andrews? I think so. He's a motivational guy. And he is actually, he's got a gift in unlocking people's minds when they get stuck. You know, he's actually done some great, all my life. (laughs) He's done some great things with corporations. Corporations hire him out for big money. Really? Because, oh, yeah, absolutely. And he's taking, he's, he's to help companies go from, you know, getting by or from $5 million to, you know, of, of revenue to like $10 million in revenue wow. in a couple of years or whatever. Yeah. I mean, he's got a gift. He's a motivational guy. He speaks of Jesus Christ and he, he has a relationship, but he does not wrap his motivational stuff around Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He promotes, he promotes helping people unlock their minds and, and moving on to the next level. He doesn't promote, you know, well, if you're a Christian, this will happen. You know what I'm saying? So he, right. he mean, does a really that. he does a really good job at motivating people, but he's not. Uh, I'm not I'm being negative at all, but I'm just saying he doesn't profess to be a preacher that you know does some motivational stuff. He's a motivational guy that 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 shares you know Jesus. The same with uh, what's the the financial guy uh dave uh, ramsey yeah. you know he does a really good well, job he attributes his success e- exactly. to being a christian exactly and, to and, his relationship and that's with Andy andrews as well he's not saying hey but, be a christian you'll be successful exactly right. exactly and, and that was my point about andy andrews he's holding seminars and everything but it's you know he's putting it he's keeping it in his pro in its proper place yeah, he's right. not yeah. right. And that right. was my point. And maybe this other guy that I talked about yeah. is doing that too. I just, I don't like when you try to mend your You're, success. And, and, and Jesus talks about, you know, he, that people will make merchandise of him. Right. And that's what, that was right. my point, you know, right. like Andy Andrews and uh, Dave Ramsey, they're not making merchandise of Jesus Christ. They have, you know, a gift at, you know, helping people. Yeah. And, but they attribute their success to Jesus Christ. You know what I'm saying? So there's nothing in the Bible that says don't be successful. Oh, absolutely. Doesn't and, say and don't money's be not rich. a bad thing. Right. But my thing was, you know, it's motivation when money becomes the only thing. It's a bad yeah. thing. Yeah. Motivation has its place. Yeah. Right, Finances right. have their place. Yeah. Right. You have to look to God right. before you look to any of that. And stuff. these people point back to God 
for the reason why X, Y, Z. Yes, exactly. Right. You know, I was reading. I, well, I wasn't reading. I was on. I was on a website yesterday, and it kind of took me somewhere. Uh, not, not down another trail. I was like, man, how do, how did they do this? So I, you right. know, I researched like the website, who was the creator of the website, and I looked through this thing, and I was like, oh, that's cool, man. There was a. You can you can pay a monthly fee and be broadcast on an actual FM station at a specific time. Your podcast oh, it really? can go out on the radio. Okay, and the and the salty saints no <laughs> no uh, money intended here. They do that, okay. so they they actually have oh, a yeah. time slot that they can be listened to through this radio station. This and I don't have it pulled up, so I don't know the name of it. Um, but anyway, so I was researching that because because I wanted to know. What is all this about? What is this you speak of? And uh, so anyways, I researched and and initially when I looked at, I was like, man, there's all these pricing plans. And then in, in, and initially I was like, gosh, this seems so like somebody's making money off of Christians, you know, like how dare they? So I start going through this and I'm looking and looking and looking. Uh, The prices were whatever, but as I'm looking through it, I'm like, I'm like, I can't believe People are okay with trying to make money off of people. Right. Uh, so anyways, as I dig further, I find this, the guy that runs this, uh, whatever he writes in there, he says, you know, we do not take a salary from the income. This is made right. specifically to help us with the right. equipment, yep. the, you know, the server prices and all this other stuff. So he says immediately, right. we don't make, we don't pay our salaries off of this. Right. Uh, which I thought that you you know why that's important to people like me because I don't want to partner invest partake of a business who is taking advantage of Christians right who is making money off of Christianity because that's the main complaint of modern day Christianity is it's become a business right so when things and when I saw that I was like okay all right dude. You know, and I can, you know how I can tell he's not taking that because the website isn't like one of these flashy top, right? Crazy, you know, well put together, expensive websites. It's just a website. Right. But anyways, I, I like that. I like that that lends credibility to the people that are participating in it because they're right. not getting swindled right. and taken. You know, listen, you can't avoid everything. Like, I, you know, our webpage is through Squarespace. I can't avoid uh, that I could go with another one. I chose them because of their pricing. It's cheap for us. Right. Uh, I don't know who they partner with and whatever. And I'm not, and I don't care. I need them for this role and they take care of that role uh, for the website. But that was that, that guy professes that that's a Christian business mm-hmm. and he's spot on. Right. So I like that. That's, that's right. important because he's not polluting the system. Absolutely. And, you know, I just want to say the reason I bring up Andy Andrews and I bring up, Dave Ramsey, because, you know, there are people like them that have businesses to help people. Yeah. The yeah. church is not in, intended for that purpose. The church, the church's purpose is to grow people. Right. To help people. Right. If you're going to have a motivational seminar, become a motivational speaker. Yeah. Don't be a motivational speaker and label yourself as a preacher. No, I agree. Was the point right. that I was trying to make, and I went the long way around it. I no, yeah, I think you. No, nah, I think you made it. I think you. <clears> made okay, it. and I don't know if this other guy. That's why I don't say his name. I don't know what his heart is. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. You know, only yeah. God knows his heart, and God will handle that. Right. Like you know, I can only say what sometimes my per- perception is. Like, like here's one. So I watched a thing on YouTube the other day, and then I'll really get back into this. Uh. uh I'll get back into this topic that we have. So anyways, what's interesting to me is that I watched this thing the other day on, on YouTube and it was a Christian, uh, very great Christian, uh, resource I'll say, cause they, 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 they bring up topics, they discuss it and whatnot. So I'm watching it and as I'm watching it, uh, I, the guy is sitting in an office type setting and he's got like a $600, kettle thing that heats water and pours it for tea. So I'm watching. (laughs) Well, I'm watching and I'm like, I'm like, wow, that's nice. You know, because that catches. And the only reason I know this is because my son's 
fiance bought one and she was like, I can't believe the price of this thing. Like, and I'm like, yeah, me either. I mean, like, why do you have that? Right. That's the only way I knew that it's the only way. Right. And I thought, man, that's interesting. Right. Like it would be, and I'm not, and I can't say how to spend your money or whatever, but when people catch that, is it there for the reason to tell people that they can afford it? Is it there for the reason uh, you know, who knows the reason for me, I knew right. what it was and it turned me off because I said, man, they spent yeah. $600 to heat a thing of water that only fills up a teacup. Right. It doesn't to me, that's who cares, but I wouldn't want to see a pastor drive up in a Lamborghini. Right. I wouldn't want to see a pastor wearing a Rolex watch that costs $50,000. Right. Right. You know, there's things that I wouldn't want to see. And the only reason I bring that up that it is modern day Christianity. It's modern day. It's what we've created Christianity to be because here's what I'm, here's what I'm saying. Do you want to walk into a church that's in shambles where the pastor's in ripped clothing? He's dirty, disheveled, whatever. And he speaks the word of God. Like it's coming out of his mouth, laced in gold. Right. Right. Or do you want to go in and listen to the snake peddler that's in there who's dressed to the nines got, you know, he's 60 years old with a fade haircut <laughs> uh, and an earring. And right. you know what I'm saying? No, I'm serious. Yeah. Painted fingernails. You know, he's All everything's right. cool about him in his eighties, but you know, you go in there and you, and, and, it, and then the preaching's not right. Right. You know, and what I'm saying is, is, is it has to still stay close to the Bible. It doesn't matter about the atmosphere. Right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're sitting at some guy's house in a lawn chair, like it doesn't matter. We, we said this before we were recording, people were having services and fellowship and worshiping Jesus Christ in the present, in their home, it gathered around him in their homes. Like, and, and that home might've been a tent. It might've been just sitting in the uh, entryway or the vestibule of a tent or a shack. And that's where they chose to worship. It wasn't about the smoke screens and the guitars and the, right. and the dark lit. Like I watched a service the other day. It was, I'm not kidding you 30 something minutes of just music, just music. Right. I'm like, when are we getting to the preaching? <laughs> right. And that's actually the one that you, you mentioned. He yeah. didn't yeah. even mention Jesus in the message. Yeah, right. Not at all. Yeah. Nope. And had his iPad and had to keep going back and reading from it. Right. And, and had the, you know, he had the, the, the cool, you know, like, uh, like you would see Britney Spears wearing the headpiece, you know, oh, yeah. like the little microphone and it cool. and whatever, man. I mean, you know, you can afford it. Uh, I want to see my money going to, uh, the word of God being preached right. and the money being sent to people that are out in the mission field and, and spreading the gospel or in local, we, you and I have talked about this. There are very few churches locally that are in the community because why would you go out and spend your money there and your efforts there? You want it contained within the church. Right. So why would you go out and do that? Don't do that. Keep it within the walls because that's where you have the most impact. Right. Uh, And, and I, and I say the most impact, you're wrong. You don't have the most impact there. You believe you do, but you don't. Right. There's people out in this, in, in my neighborhood and your neighborhood and other neighborhoods that have never been impacted by a church. Never. Right. And they won't because the church refuses to go into the local community right. because Christianity as the modern day Christian knows it is a church. It's not about Christ anymore. Absolutely. It's not about yeah, exactly. Yep. It's not and about that's got, Christ. and that has to change. That has no, to change. definitely. And I think, I think, and we've been talking about this, you know, the, the revolution and, you know, we, we talked about the salty saints podcast yeah. And it was so encouraging because we're listening and to refreshing. them. Yes. I was listening to them and I'm like, wow, we, we say exactly the same things. So it it was very refreshing and it it was a great confirmation because for so long, I mean we've had people encourage us and and stuff along the way, but it it was interesting to see someone that's on the same platform as us right. talking about right. the same things right. because we're like, you're okay. like, you're scratching your head going, maybe we are onto something here. Look, like, right. Maybe, maybe just maybe more people yeah. have sought God yeah. instead of man. Exactly. And maybe God is guiding them in this direction. Right. Maybe that's why we're all gathering together and being placed next to each other now. 
exactly. And that's why, you know, our last episode or I don't know what order these are come out, but, you know, um, not to wait, you know, don't yeah, wait yeah. on on sharing the gospel and stuff, because there are so many people out there that are sitting there and they are on fire for the Lord and they want to share and they and their life is unique to everyone else's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And they're going to reach people that you and I can't and vice versa. And it, it's so comforting yeah. to see when people, other people have the same, you know, mindset within, you know, the priesthood of all believers and, and helping people, you know, d- discipling other people and helping people grow and, you know, and really get in the word of God and know what it says instead of, you know, coming to the box three times a week. Well, I, I believe this and I don't know. I, th- I Maybe I've told you this, but I think, I think we're just scratching the surface. I think Definitely. we are barely scratching the surface. Absolutely. And here's, and here's why I say that, right? Like you could have a church with a hundred members, right? Yep. And those hundred members could be so effectual for the work of Jesus Christ. You could have a church with 10,000 members and 10,000, 10,000 of them are ineffective, right? right? But the hundred, the hundred is all you need yeah. to be effectual, to, yeah. to spread the message of Jesus Christ. Right. But they can't do that if they're not being sent. Absolutely. And you actually, yeah, that is a great point because look how many times God used less people yeah. to, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. to perpetuate right. or to, right. you know, overcome a situation where I mean, what's the one story where the guy was at the at the stream? You know, he started out with like thirty some thousand, and he ended up with three hundred at right. the right the Gideon. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's when God is in it. You don't need large numbers. No, you only need a few no. that are in line with God. No, there's so, several stories where three hundred had beaten three thousand. Yeah, exactly. Beaten thirty thousand divided. Exactly. You know, and it's like. You know, when you, when you, the, the things I think of when I start to think about, uh, uh, Christianity and how it's weakened these, and we talked about in the beginning, uh, Christianity has now been associated or, uh, analogous, analogous, uh, whatever, uh, the same type of, of, uh, words spoken about it as a church, right. But the wrong church. It's become associated as a building. Right. So when people start to think about Christianity, they immediately tie themselves to, well, I'm a Christian. I need to go to a church. Right. And this isn't the church. <laughs> this isn't our continual battering. Of <laughs> but what I'm, right. but what I'm getting at is the churches, the churches take advantage of that because listen, you have to have, you have to, you don't get members by people not coming in the door. You have to get people coming to churches. So you have to get them to believe they need a church. Right. Otherwise, they're not coming. So once they start coming and they start getting there and they become members of the church after they get saved, they become a member, they get baptized, they become a member. Now the obligatory giving starts to take effect. And now once you feel like you've been obligated to something, it's harder for you to leave. Right. So now the membership grows, the church grows, everything starts to grow and everybody believes they're doing the work of Christ and Christ is blessing them. What's happening is you're blessing yourself. You're you're misleading yourself. A church is misleading yourself that you are the one responsible for your blessings. Right. Because that's the that's the mindset that's happening through modern day Christianity because what's happened is Jesus Christ isn't around. He's not present. The Holy Spirit isn't guiding the service. It's not guiding the members. It's not discipling anybody. They don't want to send anybody out because why would we do that when we need them here? (laughs) Right. Well, and and I know this is a very uh, deep thought out thing, but when you start to think about it, you (laughs) Christ did this right. Okay. So he walked by, I forget who it was. Was it uh, Matthew and... Uh, the fisherman. Yep. Uh, he so he walks by and he. Uh, I'm sorry. Simon called Peter and Andrew, his brother. Uh, well, this was one group, and he says, "Follow me," and they follow him. He didn't say, "Follow me." Let's go to this church. 
let's go over here. He said, follow me and I'll make you what? Fishers of men. Right. So what's going to happen is you're going to follow me and I'm sending you out. Right. As soon as, as soon as you start to follow me and you forsake everything for my sake, I'm going to send you out. Right. Because I want you to spread the same message of hope. Right. The same message of everlasting life. You know, and we've tainted that. Absolutely. And you actually just brought up a great point. It, it just struck me. So Jesus walked the earth. He got his 12 disciples. <clears throat> they were together all the time. Yeah. But there was never any point where he just kept growing the group and growing the group. And, you know, by the time he, his ministry ended, he had thousands of people with him. He had thousands of people, you know, following sure. and going out yeah. and teaching and everything, but they weren't with him. It wasn't about him coming to grow groups of people around him. It was, right. you know, right. it was growing groups of people that could go out and grow groups of people that could go out and grow groups of people. It wasn't about, about faith. Yes, it was about, about, you know, following God. Right. It wasn't about growing this one area. Right. You know, or this right. one, this one building right here. No, it was, it was all over. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting because people now we've, we've, this, I know this is going to sound harsh. We've pushed aside Christ. Yes. For the benefit of growing a church, right? Not growing a community, growing a church because we want to grow, uh, some pockets. Or and and the and the sad thing is is because people need that they feel this desire they have they have been led to believe that they don't need Christ they need right. the church the church is the one that's going to come in and tell them how successful they can be how uh, how rich they can be how uh, how the church can help them with their every need right right they can you know I was given five hundred dollars by a church in a time of need. Right. The church provided the money. The church felt that they had to provide that for me uh, in a time of need. It wasn't brought on by God. Right. It wasn't brought on by, uh, you know, it, it, let me, let me just say this. Could it have been left in my mailbox? Could it have been left on my doorstep? Could it have been left on my gate? Right. And nobody know where it came from. It could have been, right? It could have been just yeah. left there. Hey, Absolutely. here's, you know, here's 500 bucks anonymously. Right. It could have, that could have happened, but it didn't. The horn blows at the gate. I go out there. So-and-so says, you know, it was laid on my heart and, and the church felt that you could use this because it tied back to what? Yeah. The church. Yeah, exactly. The and church. You, and we and know guess that. Where, and guess where my feelings had to get attached to. Right. And we know that because it was. It was hand delivered by well, the church. Well, not even that. It came with a ten ninety nine. Well, yeah. Or? Don't listen. Don't try, to, <laughs> don't try to pick at wounds, man. But what okay. I'm getting at is the church. Truly, the Bible calls us not to not to stand in the middle and point to us, right? Not to go out and preach and and so every eye turns to us, right? It it calls us not to do that, but yet everybody wants to, everybody to know what they did, right? And what the church is doing, right? And and when I wrote this devotion and we, and we wanted to have this discussion, I really wanted to have this discussion because we have, we have created something that becomes attractive, that makes people want to go. Because really, do you want to, do you want to go to church and feel how much you screw up? Do you want to go to church and go and walk out of there going, man, I'm a rotten person. Right. Uh, or do you want to, or do you want to go and be told like, you know, Hey, go out and feel great about yourself and love everybody and all this stuff. And the problem that happens is the truth they profess to tell is a lie. It is, it has, it has become a lie because what happens is the first time somebody says, listen, I need to talk to you about the truth. Well, if you have to tell me that, then everything that comes out of your mouth after that must not be the truth. <laughs> Because you had to preface it with, it's going to be the truth. Now, yeah. if you preach to me the word of God, I already know it's the truth. Right. I don't need to be told it's the truth a hundred times. Right. Uh, because something's happening. Something, some kind of shell game is happening here. Uh, so anyways, the last thing I wanted to say is that uh, Christianity has always been somewhat uh, 
messy. It hasn't always been beautiful and pretty right. and clean. Uh, there's been people that have died for it, been martyred for it. Uh, we talked the other day about uh, Paul and how bad things happened to him. Right. Uh, a lot of stuff has happened. There's been carnage and rage, right? Uh, you know, people being put into a fire. Uh, so there's a lot of things that happen. You, you shouldn't walk around and believe that either Christianity is going to be absolutely horrible. It's going to be absolutely beautiful. What you should believe is that it should be absolutely focused on Jesus Christ. Absolutely. And the Indian is beautiful. Yeah, we get matter about we get spend exactly. We spend eternity with, <clears throat> with Jesus Christ in the kingdom. So that is the most important thing yeah. that we can re- relate to other people. And I just want to say, you know, Christianity doesn't fit into the box, into the preconceived box that the world has about Christianity. <clears throat> it's not, you know, the, like I said before, the good news isn't you're going to get a Mercedes and you're going to have a large bank account and you're going right. to have all this stuff right. and you're going to be so cool and you're going to have 10,000 followers on Facebook or whatever. The gospel is Jesus Christ came to save our sor- our sorry souls. Yeah. I almost had to bleep you out. <laughs> well, no. in, in, in on that, and, and there's not much more to this, but on that, people have to realize, like, you're, you're not going to get everything you ask for. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. God answers prayer. God answers prayer according to his will, not yours. Right. If you can't sit down and say, my will be done. If you, if you think this is about your will, what you want, what your desires and ambitions, you can pray for those things. And if it lines up with what God's will is, then you'll be scooted right into that. And guess what? You'll be tied into a blessing. But if it's not, don't you should not hold God accountable for the things that you came up short with. Right. You have to spend the time in front of God. We talked about this the other day. You should be at the feet of Jesus every day, not just when it suits you. You should be and shame on you and shame on us because we're not. We're only in front of God when we think, oh, my, here it comes. (laughs) Like, you know, I should I should get on my knees. Yeah, we should be in front of him because of what's already been done for us. Yeah. Not because of what we need going forward. We should be we should be there now. We should and, be reciprocating that love. Yeah, the love, the sacrifice, everything that was yeah. given for us, the Absolutely. suffering. Yeah. Uh, you know, and 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 I and I say this, I, I don't put it in this, but the the world in the beginning, right? We're we're God's creations. We are a gift. None of us are deserving of this. We none of us asked for our lives. We've all talked about this before. Uh, or you and I have talked about this before, but here's, here's the crazy thing. God already did away with the entire civilization once, right? He said enough is enough, right? Are we so stupid to believe that that will never happen again? It, you know, we, but we live in America. Yeah, right. We're okay. <laughs> no, We're the number kidding. one superpower. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I believe that, the atonement from Christ saves us from our impending death. Right. As we deserve it. Right. Right. But we should always take a lesson from history. Our creator at any time, if we believe that, oh, he couldn't hurt us. There's that. He's not going to, he's not going to do that. Well, check history. We're all going to heaven. Yeah. It's not going to happen just because you're here. Yeah, exactly. It's not. You have to make a choice. Exactly. You have to come. You can no longer sit in the corner and go, oh, I don't care what you pick. Yeah. You know, she Ashley asked me last night, what do you want for supper? I said, I don't care. You choose. Right. You can't do that with your salvation. No. You can't pick it for me. No. I can't pick it for somebody. I can desire it until I bleed. And we cannot blame somebody else for us not having it or been oh, diligent about God. seeking that relationship. I am so blessed that <clears throat> my life is at the point where it's at now. And a lot of people would look at me and say, you're an idiot because of what's happening in my life. Right. I am blessed. It, and, it's, and it's blessed in the sense, in God's eyes, I'm blessed. Right. I'm not blessed in my, my family's eyes. I'm not blessed in people that used to know me. They don't, they don't know Christ like I know them, know him. Right. I'm blessed in that sense because I have a savior. Right. And these other things, and it is difficult to deal with emotionally sometimes, but I'm blessed in the sense that I could have died before and gone to hell. 
Exactly. No questions. There's no question in my mind. You read that Bible several times, it will tell you you'll go to hell. Yeah. You don't have to, you don't have to sit there and go, oh, gee, I, I didn't just quite right. get it. <laughs> it. Exactly. says it in there. Well, we say it all the time. When you don't make a decision for Christ, mm-hmm. you have still made a decision. Yeah. You've, There's you still made, an end that's coming. the wrong one. Exactly. Yeah. You know, by not making a choice, you still have made a choice. There is a right and wrong choice. Right. It's and not one of those where we don't want to offend somebody. Don't worry about making the wrong choice. No questions, a stupid question. Right. Yes, there is a bad choice. Absolutely. You not choosing Jesus Christ will end you in a lifetime of torment in hell. And eternity. Eternity. Yeah. Well, eternity. Yeah. Your lifetime here can be <clears throat> tormented, but, yeah. you know, for seven years. But down there. Yeah. Or in hell. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going there, bro. I'm not. I'm not doing. I've been through some crap here. I shouldn't say crap. My son will say, you say you can't say crap. <laughs> right. Uh, Anyways, I've been through some things here that I thought was bad. I don't want to experience what God can do. Yeah. What God can provide for those that don't choose to be in the family of God. Right. Absolutely. So I don't want to beat it up. Read the devotion. It's on there. By the time you get to it, it'll probably be, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, so long. Absolutely. It'll have been out there. But I think that was good, man. I think we I think we showed that modern day Christianity is a joke. No, right. That's a little harsh. <laughs> no, no, you're right. A, a joke. But we just need to be careful not to be superficial Christians. Sure. You know, you go to church Sunday twice and you go on Wednesday night and, and you don't think about God anymore unless, you know, somebody cuts you off in traffic and you scream out his name for the wrong reasons or you're having a super bad time and you use him as a spare tire. So, because he says, if you are ashamed of me, yeah. I will be ashamed of you at the end of time. So you can't, you can't just acknowledge him when it's beneficial. Well, let me, let me make this point. Uh, so, so you go to the doctor, right? You went recently, you go to the doctor, you go in there, you get some blood test work and you come back. I hope this isn't emotional for you, but you come back <laughs> no. and it says, Alan, uh, you know, it's not what we expected, but right. you have, uh, you have probably six months to live. Right. And they tell you that. In that moment, you're, you think to yourself, I mean, you, you've always known you're going to die, but in that moment now is real, right? Is literal. They just told you this guy, that's an expert that you didn't check his qualifications. He said, <laughs> right. You're going to die in six months, right? Your mind right now has gone to, oh boy, I'm going to die. It, what happens is we've known all our lives. We're going to die, right? Right. We've known. We don't know when right. that doctor doesn't know when in four months there could be a cure. Right. But he's given you the news that your life will end. And yep. now you have a decision. If you haven't already made it for Christ. Right. You have a decision. The thing is, is we've known all our life. We're going to die. Exactly. It only becomes important when the time shortens. When yeah. we get closer to it, we start to realize, okay, I got to get serious here. Right. And that's the wrong way to look at it. We all know we're going to die. Everyone, anybody listening to this most likely is already saved. And Absolutely. if you, and if not, you know, somebody that isn't and their impending death should be important to you. Absolutely. If they're not saved, they're, they're death. It's a life or death situation. Absolutely. And the Bible has the entire story. And the ending. Yeah. We know the ending. We know who's going to win. There's not going to be a battle and we don't know the outcome. Yeah. Jesus Christ is know. the winner. Yeah. We we know that. So why wouldn't you want to be on the winning side? Why wouldn't you want to be protected? Why wouldn't you want to be in that protection? Why wouldn't you want to live forever? Absolutely. Well, I wouldn't want to live forever on this earth. No, I mean, I but, mean, but without yeah, the eternity sickness, in heaven. The, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. Exactly, exactly right. Who wouldn't want that? And there are a lot of people if, that, that make the choice. Even if you didn't know, even if you, it was hard for you to believe, even if somebody came and said, Hey, do you believe in Jesus Christ? And you were like, eh, I'm not so sure. Okay. So here's two outcomes for you. I just want you to think about it. Eternal life in hell where you'll be tormented in fire, uh, not comfortable, extreme pain, misery, discomfort, everything in your mind and your soul is going to be blown apart. Right. Or you're going to go to heaven 
and there'll be no sickness, no death. Everybody will have a new body. Everything's going to be truly, I mean, just you have euphoria. You can't imagine. Yeah. So those are your two possible outcomes. Which say you, do you choose? I can't imagine somebody said, well, screw it. I'm going to hell. You know what I mean? I can't imagine somebody in their right mind being given those opportunities would say, I choose hell. Right. I choose hell. And not because they don't believe in God, because if you choose hell, you already said you believe in hell. Yeah. So you must believe that there's a God, there's an alternate because you're saying you believe in hell. Right. There is a choice. And here's my point. There is a choice. You've made a choice not to believe in God. So now you've made the choice to believe in whatever else there is. And I promise you, my friend, there is a hell and there uh, that other choice is not beneficial. So right. get to know the choices. That's what I'm getting to. Get to know the choices. Absolutely. Well, actually, I want to tell you, I went to that, that class the other night. Yeah. And one of the women in the groups was talking about this guy that she had witnessed to, and she knows him. She's known him for a while. He actually said, I'm ready to go to hell. I mean, he's like, he knows the truth, but he he's maybe retarded. I don't know. Mentally challenged. There's nothing you can do with that. There's nothing you, you can't. can do with that. You can't change it. It doesn't say in the Bible to go and convince anyone no. or to. No. It's not your job. It's your job to share. But it's, you can't change You can pray for mind. their heart to be oh, softened. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the last thing I wanted to say was, you know, um, many times, you know, Christianity isn't attractive many times because people don't see the value. And people, like I said, there is an end. It's, it's it may not be attractive, yeah, but it is necessary. There is going to be an end. Yeah. There is a judgment. And, you know, we just need to go out there and share with everyone. It's in, it's an impending end. It's going to happen. You can't avoid it. There's yeah. nothing else you can do about it. Uh, it you know, Alan's right. It's not comfortable. We don't look to death and say, man, I can't wait till I get there. Right. Uh, what you can say is the other side of what I don't want to experience will make me, will make it worthwhile. Right. Because you will get to that other side if you're saved and you believe in Christ and you've put your faith and trust in him, you will get to that other side. Uh, and Absolutely. It's, you know, it's just, it's one of those things that I really pray all the time, man. I pray that people will take it seriously, that they'll weigh their options out. We put so much F emphasis and effort into so many other things, learning new things and techniques and, and, uh, reading novels and, you know, and just letting things absorb our life. And there is so much to know about your eternal salvation. Absolutely. So, anyways, I thought that was all right. Yeah. Was yeah. Right. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> this is your, <laughs> nah, your topic. Good. So, yeah. Actually, we'll, but uh, we're going to wrap her up and we just yeah. are yeah. so thankful that we had another opportunity to come together and share with you guys. We appreciate the listens. We look forward to some feedback and you guys have a great day. Thanks. Yeah. Have a blessed day. Bye. So, that's it for this episode. We're glad you listened and hope you'll come back. Visit www.graceworks.net to listen to past episodes, read our daily devotions, or provide feedback. If you'd like to be a guest on our show, send us a message through Instagram, Facebook, or our website. And if these episodes have been an encouragement to you in any way, please share them. Have a blessed day.